0: As... God... Intended. Let's go. Welcome to Looking for Healing Talk Radio, where pharmaceuticals are not medicine, but love always is. I'm your host, Nicola Burnett, holistic dietitian, functional medicine practitioner, and proprietor of Back to Balance Wellness Center in Las Vegas, Nevada. I thank you for joining me today at Looking for Healing. I invite you to share the links and to tell all your like-minded friends and family that they can find us live every week on America Out Loud Talk Radio at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and via recorded podcasts at americoutloud.com, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora Networks and via America Out Loud phone apps downloaded from Apple, Android, and Alexa. And I'd like to take a moment to thank the sponsors of our show, Global Healing and Ehi Energy Health Institute. Global Healing is a family-owned company that has been around since 1988. Their products are developed using cutting-edge manufacturing processes and the best ingredients nature has to offer. And Global Healing is offering a generous 15% off of your first purchase as a thank you to our faithful listening audience at looking for Healing Radio. Just use the discount code of OutLoud when placing your order. And a big shout out to EHI, an amazing school. They teach you how to think, not what to think. It's a great school for learning all things healing and holistic. Okay, so we are going to get into the show, and the title of the show today is Detoxing the Mind. Now, why did I pick that topic? Well, uh, not the last show, but the previous show, uh, I spoke a little bit about detox. I was speaking a little bit about the Master Cleanse, and it's the new year. It's January. That's kind of on everybody's mind. Uh, just kind of doing a reset and what's going to be different and what are their resolutions and what are their commitments. So I did that show on detox for that very reason and also partially because I was getting a lot of people approaching me and asking me questions about detox and what do you do and what do you think is the best cleanse and so on and so forth. So that topic has been a little bit on my mind recently, and also probably because I'm on day nine of a master cleanse at the moment. So detox, the energy of detox is kind of all around me and going on presently um, at the moment. So hopefully I can get through this whole uh, live broadcast. Uh, sometimes I'm a little bit, it could be a little bit spacey when I'm on a, on a cleanse. But anyways, why did I title the show Detoxing the Mind? Because One of the things that never gets talked about that I decided I wanted to talk about today was was that, detoxing the mind, but in reference to, in particular, the topic of communication and how those two things are related. So I think I will just start by sharing uh, that What I'm about to share with you is relative to the detox programs that we do at our facility. And I just want to preface that because we do a really different, really intense program that I built out, that I created. And I created it because I saw there was a need for it. And I created something new because I saw that uh, it wasn't being done, at least not from where I stand and what I'm seeing. And so in our detox programs, they're quite intense. As a matter of fact, on the door of our last facility, uh, it was printed on the door, serious mind body healing. And boy, (laughs) if I had a dime for every time a client turned around and said, man, you aren't kidding. I had no idea what I was signing up for when I came to your facility and Got involved in your programs. There's so much more there than meets the eye than, than I thought, than people realized, you know, case in point, you put me on a supplement protocol and man, that took me on a journey unlike any kind of supplement protocol I've ever been put on and you put me on a cleanse and that took me on a journey unlike anything I've ever done before in the past as far as as detox so I'm not talking in general about detox I'm talking about the particular programs that we do at our facility and in regards to those programs one of the things that happens and one of the things that comes up which is a very, very common theme is at the end of the day, the detoxing always translates into communication and specifically communication in the sense of, okay, what's the, what's the, what's the link there? Well, one of the things that happens when you are in a body that is, um, as a high volume of toxins the toxic waste does not allow for the proper communication and the proper transmission of mm, messages i should say in the body itself so that's in the body and between the person so there is this distortion in the process of communication that occurs in the body. Now we don't know that, or I should say all the people, myself included, and all the clients that I've ever taken through a cleansing, supported through and facilitated their, their cleansing process. But there is a distortion and people after going through, or I should say clients after going through the cleansing process, really start to figure out and come back later and say, man, there's so much more to this than what I thought. You know, you were just going to put me on a supplement protocol and replete my nutritional deficiency. And man, it was so much more than that. What a journey this has taken me on. And they'll say that about all of the cleansing protocols that we do and that we use. It, it's, um, it's very, very prevalent And what are they referring to? Well, what's actually happening in their bodies is that as their systems are clearing up, the processing of information and the communication that occurs within the body and and the client's own communication in and of themselves and themselves with their body, it changes so radically. And A result of that communication changing that individual, where that really shows up, is in their communication. And what is communication used for? Communication is the tool of relationships. So how that ends up equating is their clarity comes in, their deeper, deeper clarity and wisdom starts to surface and come in. Which is their connection to themselves on a deep level, their connection, you know, their soul connection to themselves, their connection with others, their connection to the planet, their connection with food. It works on it, as in the cleansing works on so many deeper levels that people are not even aware is occurring while they're going through the cleansing and that exists. But it tends to show up later. For sure, and with all my clients. And so what does that translate into? Well, the first thing that I'll share is by posing a question or asking the question, what's the hardest thing about cleansing? The hardest thing about cleansing is that when our clients are going through the process of cleansing, they're changing on some really deep levels that they're not aware of is going on. And what they find is that the cleanse may be over. They may be finished with their two weeks or their 10 days or whatever it might be of whatever aspect of cleansing they're doing. They re-enter the world. So they're going back to maybe the same spouse, the same partner, the same home, the same town, the same job, but they're not the same people. And they haven't quite figured that out yet. And the big wild card that jumps up in their face, that really exposes that they are very different, is the fact that they behave differently, they think differently, they desire different things. And once they experience and become aware of all those changes, as they start to Kind of bubble up from a very deep space into more of their conscious space, they're now faced with what can feel like a little bit of a dilemma of having to uh, face that or deal with that. And the dealing with that comes through communication. Hence, this is why I have titled this live, Detoxing the Mind. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about detoxing the mind. We're going to talk about communication. And we're going to talk about healthy communication uh, or creative communication. And what does that actually mean? And honestly, I'll say it again. This is the most challenging piece of detoxing and cleansing for all of my clients. And I'd like to share uh, just uh, two stories, actually, that come up uh, that kind of really capture what I'm talking about here. The first story is about a client that I had, gosh, this is going back. I don't even know. It's more than 10 years, less than 20 years. Um, anyways, I had a client that came to me. It was a female. She was in her early forties and this client came to me under duress from her family. Now she was married and she had two children. And I think the children at the time were somewhere around the ages of maybe eight and 10, something like that. And she had one boy and one girl. And she came to me and informed me or shared with me a little bit about her story that uh, she was addicted to heroin and that she was here to try to work on natural methods to clean up her body, detox her body, um, deal with any nutrition deficiencies she may have in the hopes of getting off of heroin. So that was, that was her goal. Now at the time when she first came to see me, I didn't realize that she was there under duress you know, I just get a phone call at the office and somebody says they want to come in and start working with me. Appointments are booked and the person comes in. So I was not aware of her coming under duress until much later on when she shared that with me um, for a specific reason, which I'll get into as I finish the story here, move through the story and get towards the end. So she came in and we started doing what we do or what I do with clients first thing is we do evaluation and assessment. We build out a program. I built out a nutrition program, which included um, a supplement protocol, some recommendations for dietary changes, et cetera. She started on that. She started to feel better. And by the way, let me just enter into the story here. She was one of those very important piece of the information. She was one of those folks that was a very highly functioning person in society that was addicted to heroin so she had a pretty prominent job with a prominent company she could go to work uh she could do all the things right she could go to work she could um you know perform her job she could hit deadlines, you know, all the things that we need to do, uh, to hold down a position. And so, and she had two kids and she'd come home and she'd cook and she'd, you know, tend to the kids needs and helping with homework and bathing and all the normal things that people do when they have a family and have kids. Now she was on one of those programs. I think it was through uh, the health department. I, I, or maybe a government program where they provide, um, doses of heroin that she's actually in a program working, um, I I think, with a physician working with uh, drug rehab counselors. Um, And while you're in this program, I I think you get what's... I'm not too familiar with all this stuff, but I think she got a pill form of heroin so that um, she could still function in society, and yet she wasn't in a place yet where she was ready to kick the drug or go off of heroin. So that was her position and she was using uh, the program or she participated and signed up for the program that that I was doing uh, in regards to all things healing and holistic uh, to try to help her get off of heroin. So it was a very unique, different situation. So, we worked together for i think it was about a year, and in that year's time, we got her nutrition really, really dialed in and really straightened out. uh She felt a lot better, and uh she felt like she was performing better, but she still didn't she still didn't reach that point where she felt that she could say okay i'm I'm done with heroin, I'm ready to stop it completely and move out of this you know the program that she was on so one day, this client came in to see me. And she sat down and she said, I need to speak with you. And I said, okay, sure. She said, before we we get into what we're going to get into today regarding health and nutrition, because we had a uh, planned visit that she came in for, she said, there's something that I want to share with you. And I'm not going to share this with very very many people, but before I share it with you, I just want to say thank you to you for all that you've done you've done so much more for me than just help me with nutrition. You have helped me sort through some things uh, that have been really, really difficult and challenging in my life. You've been a friend, you've been a mentor, you've been a teacher, you've been a confidant. And I just want you to know before I share with you what I'm going to share with you, that I am very clear that the main reason or one of the main reasons that I was able to come to this awareness and this clarity that I have around my situation has a lot to do with, with your presence, with your help, with the nutrition, restoring the nutrition, you know, with, with the detox uh, protocols. I just know for a fact I can tell that I was able to have this moment of awareness and brilliance, which she was just about to share with me. Um, on account of those things and that they helped really uh, tremendously. So I'm going to take a moment. Uh, We have to run to a quick break. And when I come back, I will share with you what this client shared with me, her moment of brilliance, brilliance and awareness. So sit tight. We'll be right back.
1: Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally.
2: Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25.
0: This is Nicola Burnett coming back from our short break on Looking for Healing Radio. And real quick, I just want to mention that if you're not able to catch any of our shows live, just know that all of our shows go to podcasts typically a day or two after the live broadcast is complete. You can listen to any of the podcasts on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart Podcast, or America Out Loud, and many more. If you like what you're hearing, make sure to subscribe and rate the show for us. Okay, so we're going to return back. We just left off. I was in the middle of a story talking about a client that I was seeing. This client had a problem, had an addiction with heroin. She came to me to try to work a little bit with a natural approach to try to kick the habit of getting off of heroin. I just ended the um first segment talking about how she came in. She sat down, she said, "I have to tell you something." And I said, "Okay." so what she had to tell me was this. She said, you know, I had an awareness. I had in what, you know, what most people call an aha moment. And it was so profound for me. And she said that when she was in high school, or actually even going back before that moment in high school, she said, I was raised in a family that did everything for me, and told me what to do they told me how to dress they told me what to wear they told me what to eat they told me how to think they told me what to say it was just the conditioning and the programming that i had in the family that i was raised in and i never really got to develop or discover or uncover the person that i really was you just you did you did as you were told and that's what you did and so that's how i was raised and she said i really didn't have i remember the moment that i experienced my first taste of uh, being my own person and making my own choices which is something that i didn't really have the option to do growing up she said i was in high school i was in the later years of high school maybe a junior or a senior and she went to some party, and um, she had some opportunity that arose at this party. Uh, she got introduced to heroin. And at this party, she didn't really know at the time. She wasn't didn't do drugs, really wasn't experienced in this. And it was a bunch of kids just partying, and she got invited. And so she decided... To somebody had asked her, do you want to participate? And she said, yes. Knowing that drugs weren't the best thing for her, uh, weren't the best thing in just in general for anybody, but she said it was a most empowering moment. She thinks that was the first time in her life where she experienced the feeling of being empowered because she was somewhere where there was nobody around who could tell her what to do She knew it wasn't good for her, but she said, I was just kind of tempted to the option that I could say yes or I could say no. In other words, it was her choice and there wasn't anybody around to tell her otherwise. And so she decided to partake and she had an experience and uh, that was the beginning, as she shared with me, of her addiction to heroin. And so over the years, she's been on again and off again, and it had kind of a different relationship with it. Um, and here she is again, now trying another approach where she's actually on heroin. But this is through, as I mentioned in the first segment, some kind of a controlled um, government program or health program Uh to work with somebody to get them off of heroin where they actually prescribe or give heroin in a pill type form while she's seeing a, uh, while she's working with a physician and at a some kind of a, a drug outpatient drug rehab facility. So she said, it wasn't the heroin that I realized that I'm so addicted to. It's what the heroin represents And she said, the heroine for me, I understand now represents freedom. It represents me being my own person. It represents me being able to make my own choice. And she said, so I am now in a marriage with a husband, with children. And she said, it's the same thing. She says, I've just reproduced and found people that recreated the same kind of situation and dynamic i had in my family which was i get told what to do i'm i'm you know doing the uh the mother thing and the wife thing and a good mother does this and a good wife does this and this is what you're supposed to do rather than me really connecting with myself and expressing myself as i want to express myself and so what ended up happening was she went back Well, we finished our session and I said, wow, thank you so much for sharing that with me. Um, That's really very vulnerable and that's some very personal information. And so she then said, you're welcome and thank you so much for all the help you've provided. I've come here today to finish up with you because I realize I am not in a position uh, where I want heroin to be out of my life. She said, you know, I know this is not the greatest decision. It may end up killing me, but I'm in this program and doing all these things under duress from pressure from my family, from my husband, you know, from my kids uh, to do this. And I'm not making this decision because I want to do it. And she said, so I've decided that I'm going to revisit my relationship with heroin, which I guess meant she was going to participate um, doing heroin again, not necessarily within a government controlled program, but just freely um, in her own way. I don't know if that was injecting or I, I, I really don't know the details of what happened, but I never saw her again. And so I ended up working with a client uh, I think it was two or three years later. It was about three years later. And that particular client shared with me that they were friends with this person. They knew of her because they, they used to be uh, coworkers. And she had ended up staying in touch with her. And she said, oh, yeah. Um, she said, I spoke with such and such, uh, the gal that we're talking about with the um, drug problem. And she said, I spoke with her just recently, and what happened was that she went back to her husband. She uh, shared with her husband that she wasn't quite ready to be free of heroin. Uh, the husband ended up divorcing her, got custody of the kids, and she ended up, uh, just how do I say, um, being very free with uh with this with this drug and with this habit, and. After about nine months, she got to a point where she was ready to actually clean herself up, clean up her act, and she did. And she ended up meeting a very, very nice man. She ended up uh, getting remarried. She has um, working on restoring the relationship with her children, and she's really very happy. And she's completely off of heroin. And heroin free for the first time in her life and so coming back around what does all this have to do with what we're talking about today in regards to communication and in regards to detoxing the mind well this is a typical thing that i see with every single client at some point in their program while working with them so working in the program as she was We got her nutrition really cleaned up, and we did um, a few of some of the earlier on, um, how do I say, intermediate level, uh, beginner, beginner and intermediate level of cleansing. And it was enough to bring her to a point where she had this big aha moment and this big awakening and this big awareness. And I see this happen all the time with detoxing and how it has this kind of backlash or um you know this this aftermath of once the body's cleared up the communication in the body becomes so much more effective efficient cleaner it becomes pristine and that communication starts to really 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 change the dynamic that people have in relationship with themselves. They, it's, it tends to start that journey of really diving in deep into them and the reality and the realness of who they actually are, rather than in living out the programming and the conditioning of who they think they are, who they were told they are, or the pressure that they receive from others around them to be a way that they want them to be that doesn't feel organic and natural and freeing and liberating for the person who's in those relationships. I'll share with you one other story that really uh, sends this idea home, if you will. I had a client who went through the program She was in her advanced level of detoxing, uh, which is a, we call it the advanced cleanse. She was, uh, it's a 10 day process. And she was about four days into that, maybe three to four days. She was a lovely woman who was married. I think she'd been married uh, 19 years. And I think she had dated her husband something like maybe two to three years uh, before they actually got married. So they'd been together for quite a long time. And she called me on... While she was on the cleanse, uh, upset, crying, just just very distraught, and on the phone, she shared with me that she was having a very personal moment with her her husband, her spouse. They were uh, in bed, they were um, uh, making love, and uh, in that process, all of a sudden, she heard a voice, and she got this wave. That, that this kind of presence that came in um, while she was uh, lying with her husband, um, having an intimate moment um, in their house and in their bedroom. And she said that after they had made love, that she heard this voice. And the voice came up and said to her, tell your husband the truth. Tell your husband the truth. And I said, tell you, and I asked her on the phone, tell your husband the truth about what? She said, well, let me, I have a little story for you. So she starts telling me about when she met her husband. You know, they were young. She met her husband. They started dating. They started getting sexually active and they had been together for a couple of months. And in those couple of months, she had never orgasmed with her husband. And it, well, at the time it wasn't her husband, it was her boyfriend. And that became kind of a, a problem that kind of became a bone of contention in the relationship not so much for her but more so for him um he was feeling inadequate he was embarrassed uh he kept asking her why you know she hadn't had an orgasm um just all of those types of things and so she really at the time wasn't very concerned about it because she thought well you know it's the beginning of a relationship and Sometimes it takes me a while when I first meet somebody and I don't, I don't really maybe feel quite safe. And after some time, um, when I get a little freer and, and, uh, get a little bit more intimate and, and discuss the things in the bedroom that really work for me when I have the courage to kind of have those conversations, when I know somebody better, then, then those things change. Well, it just kind of became a thing in the bedroom. So she decided that she would start faking having orgasms. And so she started doing that and it made that topic in the bedroom go away. Well, fast forward, they're dating for two, three years, can't quite remember. And now I'm speaking to her on the phone. She's on day three or four of her advanced cleanse. And she is explaining to me about this voice that comes in and says, tell your husband the truth. Well, what the voice which I believe was her guidance, was telling her to do was to share with her husband that she's never actually had an orgasm with him and that she was not honest when they started dating about the fact that she was having or- orgasms with him and that she was had been faking that. And so she was just out of her mind, hysterical. And I'm talking to her on the phone at this point, trying to just calm her down. And I'm explaining with her one of the concepts that I share with people when I work with them and we go into cleansing. One of those concepts or that that basic particular concept is that just remember that if anything comes up when you're on this cleanse, it comes up because you're ready to handle it. You're just at a level of maturity and wisdom, and uh, uh, I should say, have the courage (laughs) to maybe deal with and face some things which you've never been able to deal with or face, you know, prior to this moment. Because a lot of things always come up for people when they're on a cleanse. And so I talked to her and said, okay, listen, you know it's coming up because it's it's time to deal with this. No, no, I can't. Oh my God, it's been almost 20 years. There's no way I can't. Uh, my husband will be so upset. He'll be so angry. I'm worried it's going to ruin my relationship. I'm, I'm worried my husband is going to want to leave and divorce me. I, I can't say anything now. We've already been married over 20 years. We've got two kids. I just can't um, I can't jeopardize the relationship. She felt like having that conversation obviously was going to do a lot of damage to her relationships and her family. So after chatting with her for a bit and I said, okay, you know, you got to, you're the one in this position. You're the only one who can make the decision. You've got to make the decision that you think is right. And she said, I just can't, I just can't do this. I just can't go there. And then she called me four days after that. And a whole different experience rolled in. And again, we're ready to go to break. Time always goes so quick while I'm doing these these live broadcasts. So we're going to run to a quick break. I will come back and I will finish up the story. So sit tight and we'll be right back.
2: Expert opinions, honest debate, and in-depth investigations are what you've come to expect from AmericaOutloud.News. We don't shy away from speaking the truth boldly and plainly. All that's missing is the propaganda that has infected legacy and social media. Get the best of down and dirty, wholesome American speak. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud talk radio. Liberty and justice for all. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Today's high-stress, on-the-go lifestyle makes it hard to stay heart-healthy. Lifestyle changes like exercise and diet are critical but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support three aspects of heart health, cholesterol, blood pressure, and triglycerides, with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients. You would need to take 13 pills to get the same amount of nutrients in each gel pack. And these great-tasting gels come in a small packet. Tear off the top, shoot it down, or mix it in water. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 25% off.
3: The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution. The miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order.
0: I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital.
1: With premium ingredients, Global Healing's Pure Plant Protein offers 20 grams of protein per scoop, and it's the perfect way to maintain and build lean muscle while indulging yourself. It combines enzymes and probiotics to maximize nutrient absorption, improving digestion, and your gut health. Available in vanilla and chocolate flavors, elevate your protein consumption while supporting your overall wellness with Pure Plant Protein. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally.
0: Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. This is Nicola Burnett, coming back from our short break. Looking for Healing is on five days a week, Monday through Friday. You can catch Dr. Brian Artis on Mondays, Myself, Nicola Burnett, on Tuesdays, Dr. H on Wednesdays, and Dr. Jana Schmidt on Thursdays. And on Fridays, you get the whole gang of us. So between my co-hosts and I, you can find a new show every day of the week. And if while you're listening, a question pops into your mind, please feel free to submit your question by going to the nav bar on the Looking for Healing page. We would love to hear from you, and all questions and comments are welcome. So, I am going to continue on with where I left off. We were discussing an experience uh, story that I'm sharing with you regarding a client. So, I left off with the client called me back four days later with a very, very different experience. So the client and I had a conversation. I think it was day three, four of the cleanse. She calls me back on day eight of the cleanse and she says, Hey, I want to call. I wanted to call you back and share something with you. She said, so once again, I am at home with my husband and we are having a moment of intimacy in the, in the bedroom. And she said, I heard that voice again. And the voice came in and said the same thing. It's time to tell your husband about your little secret. And she said only this time, instead of going into despair and panic and anxiety and just fear about the whole situation, right after I heard the voice, this incredible feeling of... I don't know what else to call it, but I would describe it as bliss. This incredible, peaceful, grounded feeling came in. And it was a feeling that she describes as just the most amazing feeling she's ever experienced. She described it as God. It must be what God feels like. She said it was a complete feeling of bliss and peace and harmony. And she said, I don't know where it came from, but it came in and she said that in this, this 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 cloud or this um feeling experience that she was being held in that she mustered up the strength or it gave her the strength to actually have that hard conversation that she needed to have with her husband and so they were in bed and she decided just kind of huddling and talking and, you know, spending time together. And she said, Hey, I have something that I want to share with you. And she said, she told him, she told him that she had been faking orgasm, uh, since the beginning of their relationship, since, you know, the first couple of months of them dating. And she told him why she decided to do that. And She said after that, it just kind of continued and you seemed to feel better and I was happy that you felt better. And I just carried on with the charade all these years, all of this time. And she said to her surprise, when she thought her husband was going to be angry and he was going to yell at her and he was going to divorce her and he was going to end the relationship, he had a very, very different experience Instead, he responded with softness, with kindness, with understanding, with gentleness. And he came back with a response that was just, oh my God, I I, I had no idea. And oh my God, I feel so awful. And why didn't you tell me this before? And, and what, what was it about me that you were so scared to tell me? And this is not how I want our relationship to be, and and I love you, and I want you to have those types of experiences in the bedroom. And what can I do to make it better? And what can I do to, um, uh, get closer to you in in that way? And, uh, you know, what? How how can we remedy this? And that was basically his response. So she said at that point they talked about it, and. She said that it resulted in an experience in her relationship that brought them closer together uh, on a level that she didn't even know could exist in a partnership or a marriage or a relationship. So she said she learned a really valuable lesson in that. And the valuable lesson that she learned was to A, listen to her wisdom, her intuition. She felt that was her voice of you know, her deeper her her higher consciousness speaking to her when it asked her to share that information with her husband. She also knows that it came in as a result of all the work that we've done, the cleansing, the you know, correcting of the nutrition status, because I had worked with her for a couple of years at this point. And she said it led them to a place of intimacy, of a level of intimacy, again, that she didn't even know existed or could exist in her life or in their relationships. So it turned out to be a very, very beautiful experience, uh, both of those stories. And the focus of those stories was around communication. Both of those women in those stories of detoxing and cleansing arrived to a place where they were able to have the courage to step out of, I'll just say things that were maybe untrue or inauthentic for them and step into their truth. And this happens with cleansing. So I wanted to talk a little bit about. Communication. And just communication and what a powerful tool it is to help us understand ourselves and others. And when we have good communication skills, then we're able to overcome conflict. And we're truly moving in, I think, me personally it's just my opinion that i think in order for us as a society to move into a new level of consciousness communication is the key and that's why when somebody goes into a intensive process of detoxing and cleansing and really invests time there and works on clearing out all of the things in the body that are causing all of these distortions, then one of the byproducts of that is that we arrive at a new ability, a new level of being able to communicate in a way that is effective, that's powerful, that is non-threatening, that does not create further conflict and that actually cultivates intimacy and honesty and understanding we bridge the gap to us rather than creating a rift when we're fighting and projecting and um you know yelling at each other or using names or language which are not respectful and are not a demonstration of honoring the other person and of loving the other person. So here we are. I'm close to getting to uh, the end of this hour and I'm just starting to get into the topic of communication. And I think, uh, so that tells me one of two things. Number one, there's definitely going to be a second part to uh, this show. Um. And I want to say a few things because I'm not going to be able to fit everything in. (laughs) Again, I'm just kind of moving in the flow. So I'll say a couple of things about communication. What is communication? If we stop and think about that, it's to find a commonality with others. It's your willingness to come together and find a place where you can relate to each other. Um, so that we both understand, we both have the ability or the or the people coming together have an ability to understand each other. And there has to be a willingness to share with others. And I think that the only way, I think there's only one way to do communication and communication is to begin with the truth. I think if you start on that premise, I think it can't go wrong because however it turns out, if you end up being closer to that person, if you end up parting ways with that person, just like my story of that client who was worried if she shared the information, both of them actually, when both of them went back to their spouses, their husbands and shared the information, both concerned that it may end their relationships and completely change their lives as they knew it. In the one story of the woman who was addicted to heroin, it absolutely did. The husband ended up divorcing her. He ended up leaving. He took the kids. That is not easy stuff to deal with. That is devastating. There's a lot to process and work through that, like a couple years worth or more. And the other woman who was fearful and scared that the same thing would happen to her relationship, that the relationship would come to an end, it turned out... In a completely different way, it turned out to be the opposite. It turned out that they were able to communicate and reach out to each other in such a way that it created more harmony, um, more intimacy in the relationship. So, and the, the key point about both of those stories and both of those relationships is the women finally got to the point where they were able to, A, connect with the truth within themselves first and muster up the courage to have these really hard, truthful, honest conversations with their spouses about the truth of what they really thought and how they really felt. There's so many of us that live our lives not being able to connect with the truth within ourselves and with others. I think being a human being, I speak from experience on the planet, this is one of the hardest challenges in being a human. So it begins with the truth. And one of the other aspects of communication, it is our responsibility to be understood. Now that's that's kind of a big one because that turns into if you want to be understood, you have to be very uh, creative about how you're going to communicate, how you're going to explain, how you're going to get across uh, the whatever idea it is that you want to share. How are you going to be clear? And that's not always an easy thing. And there will always be conflict in our lives that's that's just that's a given so understanding that and accepting that and knowing that that's what it's going to be is something that we just it's not about avoiding conflict it's about dealing with the conflict and more so than that conflict is an evolutionary force so we must use this energy creatively. Don't think about conflict being bad. Think about it as an opportunity to step in in a way that you are being a lot more creative than you've been in the past when you have handled conflict. Well, that just about wraps up our time for today, so I want to say thank you for spending the hour with me, and I do hope that you're feeling inspired, educated, and hopeful that no matter what you may be dealing with from a health perspective, there's always a natural solution that may completely remedy and or significantly improve any health issue you may be having. That's the message I'm hoping to convey through these discussions of natural healing. And join me next week as I explore and discuss this topic of detox, communication, and how it affects our health. I would like to further investigate why is it so challenging us for us to stand in our truth and talk about things like the difference between personality and ego, what's involved with healthy communication such as active listening versus unhealthy communication such as projection or emotionalism. But for now, I will see, bid you adieu until I see you, not literally, but figuratively, <laughs> next week on next week's show. And if you'd like to learn more, I invite the listening audience to visit our website at backtobalancelv, that's www.backtobalancelv.com, to find out more about what we do at the center here in Las Vegas. Until then, blessings and abundance with your health and your life. This is Nicola Burnett signing off from Looking for Healing Radio.